Crash Course DM. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Crash Course DM. I'm Josh Greenway, your dungeon newbie and mild pour-over coffee fanatic, and today I am joined by our yet again newly leveled up adventurers, Daniel Locke. Oh, we're starting with me, right? Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm back. Um, I think I think I come back in this episode. We'll see. Anyways, uh, I'm Daniel Locke. I play Feelings the Bard. I was not here last time as I went up in smoke and I had a person impersonating me during the episode is what I was told. Hmm, interesting. Okay. Anyways, I play Feelings the Bard and during his time gone from the party, he actually spent his time in another world in a distant land known as the Forgotten Realm where he observed a beautiful dance during a Shanka trial is what it was told and he had gained such wonder watching this goddess take the stage that he actually joined their group and he found a new deity and now he has gained a level in cleric all right and now his new god is Amanisha Manivarsha <laughs> and he himself is a niche head wow yeah yeah wow for sure for sure beautiful that's i love that for him so much is uh is there uh, anything he got up to during the shanka trials like what did he do during the tidal wave oh like mainly at the beginning he just spent most of his time just like enjoying the the culture around singapore the city that it was taking place uh he learned new languages and cultures he even bought some merch while he was there oh, okay. um actually i'm wearing one right now okay yeah. where Oh, oh my god. god. For those at home, he actually has a niche heads shirt on. I'm just going to hold on a second, Daniel. Please stand up again. <laughs> <laughs> That's wow. amazing. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> he got a sick uh, Shanka Trial 2023 tour shirt. Looks um, like a nice shirt, too. I like, that's love high it. quality. It's so well done. <laughs> Yeah, and this is his uh, holy symbol that he uses to <laughs> convey to his god and cast his spells. Oh, that might be our first Instagram post ever. <laughs> oh holy shit. God. Nice. That was good. He also got flushed away by a flood, but, um, you know, <laughs> besides that, he eventually got back. Enjoyed his time there. All right. And uh, up next, we have uh, Chris Hilfiger. Hi, uh, my name is Chris Hilfiger. I play the character of Adria who is a small fort and pretty volatile little druid, halfling druid. Um, and uh, she doesn't have a fun story, but uh, I mean, she has a, a story for sure, but she, uh, well, we all leveled up and she got a bunch of new spells so she can cast some pretty cool stuff now. And I'm excited to try it out and see what happens. Hell yeah. I'm a little afraid because you leveled up before the episode, so like right before, so I don't know what to be ready for. Ooh. <laughs> That's a little uh, trip or tip for you players out there. <laughs> Make sure to not tell your DM what you're doing with your characters so that it can be a surprise when it happens in the middle of the session because that's their favorite thing as a dm is to be surprised <laughs> and up next <laughs> we have shay ingram hey everybody it's uh shay ingram i play sarah dardendrian the dragonborn paladin in my level up i took an oath of devotion so that's pretty fun excited to see where that goes um and while while sarah didn't have any fun adventures like feelings did um 
One thing that has kind of been weighing on Sarah's mind is is the idea of trying to do good just for the sake of doing good. You know, mm. like he's he's kind of grown up doing the right thing for because you know that's what you're told the right thing is, and he knows he's gonna get like glory and accolades for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so he's trying to come to terms more with like, hey, I'm gonna do the right thing just because like I should be doing the right, regardless of like how that might influence people's opinion of me. deep. Wow, character growth. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but like I'm not actually gonna act it out in the episode. I'm just gonna tell you about it <laughs> yeah. now. That's and then, just how it is now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think Adria will still absolutely play to your weaknesses (laughs) she's not going to let that go easily yeah like she wants to see you do good because inherently that's what she wants to like she absolutely wants to see good done but she also wants to see you feel really self-righteous because it's hilarious and I think I think Sarah is always going to have a soft spot for for Adria too so I think it's probably the one person that could more than others. <laughs> Just the little devil on his shoulder. Not devil, <laughs> but kind of. It's an angel, but with devil horns. <laughs> and uh, last but not least, uh, the role of Othian tonight will be played by an empty folding chair because <laughs> Kyle is grounded. <laughs> yeah, his mom wouldn't let us come out. We'll let him come out. Yeah. Poor Kyle. Gotta do chores. He has to do some laundry, clean the house. He's gotta clean his room. Um, while Kyle is, is figuring out his life, uh, we are going to talk about some of my focus areas for today. My ever-present one is time management. Uh, so I'll be setting my my timer that I have introduced for myself. And then I also want to... Um, work on wrapping up some of the story elements that we have been working on and and provide some opportunities to get to know our our players a little bit more um, and your characters and and let you kind of express some of that. So uh, some of today is going to be just sort of providing opportunities for you all to just kind of get up to whatever strikes your fancy based on what ends up happening here with the first part of the episode. Wow. More of an open goal today, but uh, today's going to be a fun episode. I... uh, I don't want to bog it down in too many different, like, checkup things to hit. So um, I say that and then watch this be the worst one. Uh, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, everyone is the worst. One. <laughs> it's just a, if you look at the numbers, it's just a slow <laughs> trod downhill. Just kidding. I think I'm going to do the timer now and then jump. Okay, yeah. Start our, t- our, uh, our timer here for an hour and 20 minutes. And then I'll let myself go a little bit over. Okay, cool. Time management started. Okay, last time, feelings, well, the time before last, feelings went up in smoke. Oh, right. And then the rest of your party made your way through the swamps. Uh, slowly but surely, you finally found the portal field that Adria was so intent on, only to find the field mired in a toxic bog. There, you also encountered three Skywhites, ghastly armored wraiths that haunt the swamps that they're named after. Uh, who were drawn to the portal field. You quickly discovered you could use the portals to escape the wraiths and navigate through the bog in a deadly game of Portal Frogger. And then Othian was actually knocked out at one point after dealing a ton of damage, uh, but Del got lucky and pulled him uh, back through one of the portals. Adria got transported to a random hill in a red forest, quote, someplace else, and landed on a giant red mushroom-shaped house growing out of that hill. Uh, One of her horns broke off in the fall, and in its place, a mushroom also sprouted up off of her head. 
As she opened the door of the mushroom house to a room full of uh, what appeared to be halflings, she was told, not yet, and was transported back to the portal fields. Sura made a made creative work of a rope and moved Dell between the portals to maximize coverage during a fight and, and made it through the swamp fairly unscathed. And you all made it to the end of the portal field and Dell was actually stuck behind in the bog with the Sky Whites when you hopped into the blinking portal at the end. Your party hopped into the portal and, and you caught back up with your new old friend Isabella in a space she called Everything, where she told you about an outbreak of time travelers that she is trying to stop, one of whom is Quinder the gnome who tasked you with retrieving her eye. Isabella has asked instead that you destroy the eye, or at least not give it back to Quinder, and as she was sending you all back to the swamps, warned Syra not to listen to any more of the messages that have been written in light. And we open on... The salty air cutting through the swamp funk, and you hear a distant rush of waves. You are on a well-trodden path, and the, the swamp teems with life around you. Isabella's words echoing in your ears, asking you to find Quinder's eye, but keep it away from her. Adria spot sporting her new mushroom over her ear and currently having one horn. You're not sure when, but at some point you realize that you were walking again through the dark. And you can hear dulls, the gulls crying over the waves, and there's tall grass and cattails whooshing and swaying in the wind. And as you walk... There is a, a, a sort of rustle in the brush, and from far off you hear... And Othian becomes alert and is like, what? It's Billy Thumper. <laughs> it disappears off into the brush and leaves the entire party behind. <laughs> well, leaves Sura and Adria behind, walking in the dark. Party got separated real fast. <laughs> Well, you can't really blame him. If there's a belly thumper about, Othian's going to track it down. True. True, true. He's all ready. He's ready to go belly up. Any any reactions from either of you about the fact that Othian just went hauling off into the woods? I'm, I'm going to very meekly just be like, Othian, no, stay with the group, because I know there's just no way to, <laughs> to actually stop him. I think Adria's just no reaction here. She's just like, yep, that's about right. <laughs> Othian takes off into the into the brush as you two pause for a second, but you keep you keep walking. You start to see a small shack in the distance. There are uh, lights on. It's two stories tall. There are lights on, and from very far away, you can see that the front door is open. And as you approach, you I need you both to make a Constitution saving roll. Oh, right on the it's a twelve. That is uh, 11 for me. Okay. So, as you're walking, your vision clouds a little bit, and you can taste feelings, and a puff of white smoke envelops the two of you, and suddenly feelings is amongst the two of you, and you both double over sick to your stomachs and throw up. Hold on. You said they could taste feelings. They taste the smell of you, feelings. (laughs) Okay, because like they've tasted me before. Like they can taste. Okay, you taste the smell of feelings, and you both double over and start throwing up. Oh, okay, yeah. As he poofs back into the existence, feelings just drops in front of you, soaking wet, covered in like swamp and other questionable liquids from wherever. There's a broken handle of a vorpal sword. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh 
man, I just bought this. Oh, hey guys, where have you guys been? Damn it. Feelings. You gotta stop doing that. Ugh. Doing what? I was just watching. You smoking up and. Ugh, it's disgusting. I. Oh, it's coming back. Don't come near Mm -hmm. me. You're. Wait, smoking up? What do you mean smoking up? Disappeared in smoke. I disappeared in smoke. You. What? You don't remember this? Wait, you, you saw disappeared too? in smoke? Yes. You both saw me disappear in smoke? Yes, you went up in a puff of smoke. We did more than see it. We, we it, tasted it. Oh. So, oh my God. It really just filled up all of our senses. It's disgusting. Yeah. So no, overwhelming. Please. Okay, so it was disgusting. Tell me everything that happened. Because, okay, my dad went up in smoke and I've been looking for him. And no one believed me when he went up in smoke. But you both said I went up in smoke. So you know something. You went up in smoke. That's all we know, though. You were gone, and then you came back just now. It, it, it's been a little while. Right. Um, yeah. How long? How many hours? Minutes? Seconds? Anything? Um, I'd say about an hour. Or t- uh, maybe longer than that. Maybe I should ask the DM on this one. I'm trying hey, God, to can you tell that. me? Uh, the better part of a day. Like, better part yeah. of a day. Okay. Sorry, okay. actually, the better part of a day. Oh, okay. Sorry, cool. we, we've been through a lot. It's, Time's really... Yeah, time flies, you know, when you're almost dying, going through portals. Okay, so that... that Dad is, I have to do it again. What, okay, what did I do last time to cause me to go and smoke? Maybe I touched something? Maybe I moved a certain way? Whatever you do. He starts can jiving. You, like, can you do it away from us so we don't have to smell it again? No, no, right. I had to recreate it perfectly. Oh, feelings, make a performance check. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That is oh, a boy. 23. <laughs> you do a, like, rock solid moonwalk, but nobody knows what you're doing <laughs> to try to replicate this. Uh, Adria is terrified that it's going to happen again and begins to back up. <laughs> no, no, Adria, get back here. I need your help. All right? I'm, okay, I'm like... Adria, make an Arcana check, or will everybody make an Arcana check? Whoever might, yeah. Three. Fifteen. Twelve. Okay. Uh, feelings, as you talk to them and start putting details together, you get this weird sense of like you almost get a memory of feeling less stable and you feel very grounded now like you get the sense that you're not going to go poof anytime like for the time being all right all right so here's the thing i know we've been in business together for a little bit but part of the reason i started working on something like this was i was looking for my dad all right when i was seven years old we went outside he was going to go on a quick adventure and come back and then poof he went up in smoke and i puked okay I told everyone in town, told my mom, everyone just thought he was a deadbeat adventurer and just left home to go get milk. I knew that I wasn't crazy. And you two saw the same thing. So I'm going to ask you guys, will you guys help me find my dad? I, I don't even, I don't know where to start, but I mean, yeah. I, I mean, we, I think we have a lot of pressing matters at the moment. I think we have a lot of stuff that we need to take care of. There's some, like, World-ending shenanigans going on. Sure, yeah, sure. Qu- quite a bit we need to fill you up on, actually. Oh but, um, but for sure, yeah, as a little uh, side adventure, I'm sure we're both happy to help. Uh, maybe Othian might not be the most reliable at the moment. He's off chasing stuff. Yes, if if your father was a bird, Othian would be right right <laughs> there to help. But uh... is my father a bird? I, I don't think so. Okay. No. <laughs> Just checking. You're the DM. You wrote it in. All right. Okay. 
Yes, I'm sure there's a lot going on, but if anything, you guys catch wind of anything, if you smell or taste that same feeling that makes you want to vomit, let me know right away. I'll be right there. I'll do my best to say something through my retchin. Perfect, perfect. And and I wish there was more I could help with right now, but truthfully, we really don't know what happened. You were just there and then gone. Did you change your outfit? You look different. Yeah, I've been gone for quite some time, actually. Is that a, a new shirt? Yeah, I was in a different world. What is a, what's a niche? Niche? Oh, yeah, that's a sick, sick group of people, all right, in this other world that, like, praise this beautiful goddess. I'm sure Torm probably knows her. Manny Varshi? Uh, sorry. Amanisha? Amanisha. Yeah. Oh, the dancer. Yes. The dancer. Yes, I've heard of her. Great story through her moves. It was beautiful. It actually, when I saw it, I felt hope again that, like, I possibly might be able to, you know, create music and tell stories and honestly find my father and maybe tell his tale once again and prove that he isn't the deadbeat dad that everyone says. Do you he- think maybe your dad's in niche added too? Do you think mm-hmm. maybe that's where he went? Oh, interesting. Yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why you went there. Maybe. Maybe that- he was calling to me. Maybe he needs help. Maybe we need to get to that other world. But so many questions, so much to do. But, you know, I, I really hope that if we do end up somewhere like that at some point, we don't find any of those damn were-tigers. Hate them. Oh, oh. <laughs> I hear a lot of people... Sorry, I had, had a bad experience when I was a child. Uh, there's a, a guy came over, and uh, he's a were-tiger. He was just a dick. Oh, God. Yeah. I didn't run into any were-tigers there, luckily. Oh, that's I, good. I if, just... if you do, uh, my recommendation is kill it right away. Just kill were tigers. Don't even try to listen to them. They're all liars and cheap. All of them. All of them. Seems a little racist, I'll be honest, but okay. Quite a generalization. Yes. Well, if you find one that breaks that stereotype, show me and I'll believe it. Okay. I think uh, I think we're going to have to have a talk later, Atria, <laughs> about like business ex- ethics and maybe a conversation <laughs> with HR about your beliefs and how open you are with everyone about it. But okay, thanks. I think I think Ed, Edmund is also our HR representative. So yeah, we'll need to talk to Edmund. I have to yeah. run that back by him when we see him again. Sir, thank you. <laughs> I have to make a note because now he's your accountant and your <laughs> HR representative. He's everything. <laughs> All right. Um, also, we've established you don't pay him or you don't pay him very much. <laughs> Definitely not, yeah. But he's great. Okay. Um, but yeah, I found, honestly, God while I was out there. And I can feel her muse, her words, her stories, and her movements through me now. And it's made me feel a bit lighter. And I think it's led me to this clue, this moment, and you two. Anyway, sorry. Uh, lost in thought. Anyways, what happened? Where, what have I missed? Oh, well, that's quite a story, actually. Where, to, where even to begin? this point three hours later a story has been told no <laughs> i think to sum it up we found some found some portals Did. and some people tried to stand in our way i don't know if you i don't think you were here quinder came back he was here for quinder yeah I was here for, yeah yeah okay the he left, one. like he disappeared when you all were with dell and and yeah. before you had found the portal. we had field. just finished the basilisk fight and i did like five very like nonchalant vicious mockeries and then i i just I guess I poofed then. And I intentionally didn't tell him anything so that he could come into this point. Yeah, I have no idea what happened while I was gone, both like in person, out of person, 
spiritually person, whatever. Oh yes. So after after the Vasilis, we we continued on our journey. Found found the portals that uh, that Isabella told us to find. However, there were a series of portals all leading to different outputs. Uh, really, with seemingly no rhyme or reason or pattern. Um, so we tied a rope around Dell and had him go through some to see where he ended up. Long story short, I don't want to bore you. We all made it through except Dell. Dell. Dell did not. Oh, Dell. Dell is still. Well, didn't uh, Othian? Did he not? No, I guess no, not. Unfortunately, well, I would. Not. I think I would notice him if he was here, right? Yeah. Right, that's, right. That's, unfortunately, that's but, true. But we did. We we did find out he is. He's quite a uh, quite a cunning ally, and so I think he'll be just fine on his own. I think. I think he'll make it through. Okay. Yeah, he had a strong healing abilities yeah. after turning to stone. During our combat with the Basilisk? Okay. Yes. Um, he'll, he'll, he'll fight the fight from the other side. Okay, so did we find the eyeball for Quinder? Are we... We, we, have, we have not. We actually found Isabella. The Goliath woman from... Oh, the last time you saw Isabella, she disintegrated. Well... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 she the, was the bride. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Right. Not great yeah. with names. I'm sorry. She, she was the bride who got sacrificed. Yeah, she's back. She uh she started talking to me, and told oh. me about the portal fields, but nobody else could hear it. She actually started talking to me through uh, Rocky here. This this rock oh. that I that I found. Apparently, it's a communication device. From this communication device, he's not just. We were able to confirm actually. Okay. I was able to put it on speakerphone of sorts, and uh, everybody could communicate at that point. And ah. uh, and then we uh, found her physically in person. Oh, where is she? Yes, let's meet. Well, well, that is, that is the the thing of it. She brought us to something she called everywhere, all at e- once. Everything, everything, and um, some sort of subspace, if you will. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Scott Pilgrim. Uh, <laughs> Ramona Flowers uses this like subspace highway. Yeah, through. we fight the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So something akin to that, I believe. Um, but basically, she she gave us heed that maybe we shouldn't trust Quinder entirely. Mm. And you trust this Isabella? Between the two of them, Quinder or Isabella, I gotta say, I got more personal connection with Isabella. I uh, I like her better. She seems to. I don't know. She she just seems to know her stuff a little better than Quinder. Quinder always seems to get herself into trouble and put herself in a bad position, which uh, shows me that maybe she doesn't have the best judgment. Quinder has bad judgment. Isabella has a subspace. I like subspace highway because it sounds like it can take us to a different world. I mean, it's a positive. All right. So how do we get back to the subspace highway, the Isabella? Do we have to get on a turn ramp? What's going on here? I think that's a question kind of like how you poof back to wherever you came from. Like, we don't know how we got there. We just did. Okay, so it sounds like if we can find a way to make us all poof together, we can find Isabella and also find my father, and then we can get on this highway. Your father might actually be in the highway too. Maybe he's part of it. Maybe Isabella knows your dad. Maybe Someone Isabella should. is your dad. Your dad's name Isabella. <laughs> is my dad Isabella DM, please? Can you confirm? <laughs> I can't. I can't confirm or deny any yeah, of Yeah, what's this, my so... dad's maiden name? Can you tell me? <laughs> your dad's maiden. <laughs> it's That's so progressive. <laughs> my father's maiden name is, is the, a maiden name. Yeah, it's like Isabella. No, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, sounds like we have our goal ahead of us, right? 
I mean, I think I know where I want to go. I want to find this highway. And you two remember that, like, as you were leaving the uh, the the everything uh, with with Isabella, that she said after warning Sura that she was going to be putting you out near where you needed to go. Maybe there's some physical tasks that need to be completed in order to unlock whatever needs to be unlocked. I mean, clearly there's some large forces at work here. Something's going on in this world that is unsavory. While he's talking about that, I, I take a moment and just like take a look around my surroundings. I assume I'm not in the place I was when I poofed originally. You are not. Okay. You are so you poofed in a very heavy, thick, wet swamp. And you are now in a some drier coastal woody area. Okay. Like you're in um it's it's no longer a real swamp. It's like burgeoning on what would be like wooded grasslands for the with the exception of the fact that you're like right on the coast. Like you can hear ocean waves and 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 smell like salty okay. air. So I mean, during this time since I'm here, I'm like still wet from the tsunami that just took place during the Shanka trials. So I'm just gonna be like, ah, uh, like my pants are all wet. I'm gonna use mending on my pants so they're dry, so they're all dry. But the rest of me is still wet. I'm just gonna leave that. <laughs> you just dry out your pants. Yeah, specifically my <laughs> pants. I don't. I can't deal with wet pants. The rest is okay. Billings has his wife bring him an extra pair of pants. <laughs> <laughs> doot, doot. Well, so in. In front of you, you two were had found yourselves walking when you came to or realized you were walking again. You were headed towards, uh, ahead of you is a, in the distance, probably about 100 yards off, is a shack. And you can see it's a two-story shack made of some sort of like white adobe type clay. And there is a light on in the second floor and the front door is open and it's like right on the edge of the road. And there is a cutoff to the left and a sign up ahead that you can't read from here. Check it out. It's an Adobe suite. <laughs> nice. Does it look nice. like, uh, does it look like there are any, anybody home? The door is open. The door is open and there's a light on upstairs. Those uh, are the things that you can see from here without making a check somewhat closer. May I sneak? kind of through this brush. Are we in like a forested area? Are there There's trees? much less tree now. There's like a lot of tall grass and like cattails and things like that. Uh, Can I but... go full Pokemon and sneak through the back grass? <laughs> uh, yeah, go ahead and make a stealth check for me. And while Adria is doing that, what are you two up to? I'm explaining to Sura about like I'm an... Amanisha and like how great of a dance she was and the beautiful outfit. Are you hanging? Wearing. Are you hanging back while you're doing this? Are you walking up or what are you guys? Well, up to? yeah, because sounds like you just like started going. So yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah, and so yeah, hanging back and I'm like, you know, I, I've never actually seen her in person, but disciples of Tom have said that her dancing is just the most beautiful thing <laughs> one can see and really quite life changing. Honestly, I hope I can make the next trials if she's performing again. It was mind blowing. Oh, that would be great. We should all go. Adria, would you? But wait, where'd she where go? Is it? Where'd Adria go? And Adria disappears into the grass and goes uh, shifting along. And you two, all you see in the grass is every once in a while in the tall grass, a few of them shake here. And then a few yards over, they shake. And a few yards over, they shake. And otherwise, Adria is gone as far I'd as like you two. I like to imagine oh. that a few of my spores are kind of like. Yeah, there's like little like green poofs out. coming up. What color are the spores? What's her color theme? Um, I think I'm going to say blue and orange. I feel like that's a nice little color combination that she'd have. I love that. That's 
super exciting. Okay, yeah. So there's you <laughs> you, know, you see like the grass moving and little like every once in a while a blue puff and then an orange puff uh, just sort of come up out of the grass. Would we know those are from Adria? Because the spore thing's pretty recent, right? And you two have never seen this. Okay. Plus, I also rolled a six on it, so I'm pretty sure I don't even know where she went. So I'm just like, I think she went in that Adobe home over there. Oh, I guess we should go check it out. Yeah, let's go see. Okay. So the we'll, door's already open. I assume she went in. We'll start walking towards the, <laughs> the house. Okay, uh, Adria, tell me about your approach as you are moving between the tree, the, the grass. As I move through the grass, I just want to peek my head up as much as I can and I'm looking in any windows, I'm looking in any doors, I'm listening intently, I'm trying to find sign of life currently inside the house. Okay. You're moving through the grass and you're going to poke your head up to move out to look into the front door because that's the closest part. And unfortunately, the grass ends unexpectedly and you kind of accidentally stand, step out for a second and a voice echoes out from the from the dark and it just says, Oh, hello there. What are you doing out here, little lady? Uh, 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 damn it. Um, <laughs> hi. Um, Atria here. I, we're lost out here and just trying to get our bearings. What is this, this place that we've stumbled upon here? Are, you're not going to try to hurt us, are you? Because I got to tell you. I'm going to hurt you back. <laughs> Twice as hard. That's a real aggressive stance for such a little buddy, but you don't have to worry. How big is this person? As you think that to yourself, a pair of yellow eyes open in the dark. They're about the size of a dish, a dinner plate. Uh, as you look at them, you see a few things. Uh, and you two see this as you're walking up at this point in time. There are sort of two eyes looking out from the dark of the door. On the porch, you see to the right of the door, there are three crates with dogs sleeping in them. To the left is what appears to be some kind of like, it looks like a modified bellows with a big giant air pump and a fireplace. And then as Adria, as you sort of pop out and look up, you can read that sign next to the house. And it says... Grimy's things and stuff. The eyes get bigger for a second as they you can tell they're moving out of the door. Out pops a giant turtle head. It just looks over at you and says, I'm Grimy, and this was the things and stuff. <laughs> but as you look at the sign, you can see that things and stuff is crossed out, and it said it has newly painted weirwood supplies and, and surprises. He says, uh, I used to be into helping people in the swamp, but... Uh... With the new weirwood nearby, I uh, figured I'd shift things up a little bit. And so he has stuff for sale for adventurers that might be going to the weirwood. He also has a big, huge sign that points out the direction of the weirwood. And he, has, he also has a game that you can play called uh, This Dog Won't Hunt, if you're interested in it. And his head is larger than your entire body. Oh, uh, oh wow. You're big. Um, all right. Uh, things and stuff, huh? Yep. Uh, I'd like to look back. Can I Can I see the two? Yeah. yeah. You yeah. They probably didn't wait very long before they kept walking. Yeah, because... yeah feeling he's just swinging his broken vorpal sword around, just cutting grass. It's like, yeah, these things are like weighted so poorly, and they're very thin. I don't know why everybody wants these. They just what? have bags of them. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah, they had like I, a but, cart guy that like blew bubbles out and was like, Vorpal Swords, get your Vorpal Swords. Like a child's toy or something. <laughs> yeah, oddly enough, right? Hmm. I wonder why people hold them in such high esteem then. <laughs> I like to, to back up kind of into Sura and feelings and kind of like hands. Um, and she's like, this, this, grimy, this guy, he's here. He's, um, Adria feels scared. Uh, she doesn't encounter big things like this a lot. So as tough and tumble as she is, she actually feels scared right now. Wait, you bump into us? Yeah. Oh, oh fuck. Backing up. I was like, why is there a mushroom here? Oh, hi. Hey. Sorry. I, um, turtle. Turtle. Grimy. Hey there, everybody. Hey, a tortoise? No, that's not a tortoise. No, turtle. No, palm a turtle. Okay, right. Sorry, I didn't mean to call it. As you notice you're talking to a turtle, you see that the back half of the house is actually going off into the water and that behind the house, there is what appears to be a large crescent-shaped K that leads out into the ocean. I'm not, I'm not following that. What do you mean? Basically, his backyard is a giant pond that's oh, connected to the ocean. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, all right, I will, uh, I'll kind of like, not push, but, you know, kind of like, guide adria like to my side mm -hmm. so that i'm like in front addressing this turtle say so, uh he hello grimy um my name is sir dardendrian the of the emerald lake dardendrians not sure if you've heard of us out in these parts um never heard of them but that's cool that's he's, a cool name he's also part of brunch force one this mobile adventuring company oh i thought they'd retired Right, right. We actually, we purchased their cart, uh, which was then subsequently destroyed. Um, but then we made a new cart out of an old job board golem that we destroyed. It's, it's quite a long story. Um, but the, the point is that we are out in these woods. We're not quite sure where we're going. And uh, you seem a, a gentle fellow. And we mean you no harm. So perhaps you could give us some, some directions or advice on... I'd be happy to. That's the entire reason that I kind of hang out here is the, you know, I've noticed there's a lot of really good fish. You folks wouldn't be going to the Werewood, would you? Is that where we just came from? The Werewood is the name of the Were Realm that the portals are connecting to that's, that you've been pointed at. Well, we're looking for a lady named Isabella and a highway, so sounds about the right direction. What's a highway? All right, cool. Um, I'll say yes. Let's say we'll go into the Werewoods. Well, there's been a lot of traffic there recently, and he sort of tells you this story of like having there have been six or seven people recently who have been looking to go to the Werewood, and he tells you a story of one man that actually came from the Werewood and he hadn't seen before. So he's like, I figured I would change up the equipment I was selling. And so he can tell you how to get there, can give you a map, and he's got uh, just things that are helpful for sale for going to the Werewood. And then he also has um, guide dogs as well. Oh, this is probably something Othi would be interested in, right? Because he's looking for were kittens and stuff. Yes, yes. I also think he'd probably take a liking to these dogs. Oh, yeah. Adria feels a little bit more at ease with the positive interactions. And sorry, just you're big. And he just swings his head down like very <laughs> close to you. I totally get it. Yeah. So you're, you just hang out here and guide adventurers on their way? 
I mean, it's not like altruistic. I make money off of like selling equipment, so it's what kind of uh, what kind of stuff do you sell out here? Like, how much business would you get at a place like this? I mean, normally not a lot. It was a lot of selling fish, but uh, I've got some scrolls of remove curse and some healing potions, and uh, I've oh. got three dogs here. Man, we need a lot which... of healing potions. We need like fifty of them. <laughs> One of which you can uh, will will take you to to wherever you're trying to go and maybe help you out, and the others are. Kind of lazy, so it's a little bit of a gamble. Oh, okay. So if we if we purchase a guide dog, we don't know which one we're getting. Well, you can know their names, but uh, they're they're really fancy bred hunting dogs, and they only respond to their proper name. And the catch is, as soon as you read its name out loud from the name tags there, and you see name tags above each dog kennel um, that you can that you can read from, and he says. Uh, if you uh, read out the dog's name, then it's going to follow you for an hour. And uh, the catch is you can, only, uh, you can only hire one of them. It's five gold. And uh, if you don't take it with you, it will die of depression. Oh, Jeez. God. And I can only choose one to not you die of depression? Only, well, oh, no, my God. The other ones just don't want to go with you if you chose a dog. So oh. you just have to pick the first one. You have to take the first one with you. That Oh, so the other ones don't be to come depressed. They just they'll, they'll be fine. Okay. Yeah. They're just mad at us for not picking them. Okay. All right. Don't forget about it in 10 seconds. Okay. Um, Yeah. List off the dog's name. I need a dog. I think it'd be helpful, right? I I think a dog would help. I I don't have particularly great tracking skills. I don't know how to track things either. I I can't even find my dad, so it's been a a rough time. uh, How much gold is that potion of removed curse? Oh, that's 80 gold pieces. Charge a lot for a way out place like this. It's just uh, you know, prices go up when you're rural. I uh anything okay. you charge even more. Yeah. Anyway, this dog thing sounds interesting. Um DM. Uh question for the DM. Were yeah. any animals harmed in the making of this podcast? No, no. <laughs> no animals were harmed Not in the making yet, of unless this podcast. One, then they will be harmed. No no psychological conditions brought harm to any dogs. Correct. What are the names of the dogs? Okay, so uh, if you give him five gold, he will let you go read the names of the signs, and you can pick a dog. Yeah, I give him five gold. I got five. All right, cool. So, uh, it's, did it's you only... want to read the dog name? I you totally can. No, only one of you has to pay the five, and I'll just read the names, and oh, you okay. can all decide as a group which one to talk to. So, no, I I paying for this. I get to decide. Okay, <laughs> screw well. the rest of you. It's my dog for now. So you look up to the the name tags of the dogs next to the turtle's head. You like step around the turtle head onto the porch. And uh, as you are walking over to the dog tags, if you look to the left, you would see that inside of the turtle's house is immediately like one of its paws. Like it's just (laughs) sort of crammed into this house as a turtle. Um, Anyways, uh, so the dog name tags, as you read them, the first one says, give another man 70% of your loot. The second dog's name tag says... Give another man 70% of their loot. I just say that out loud. Oh, We're just like, good. what kind of name is that? You're really doing that, Daniel. That's the decision <laughs> you're making right now. Yeah, if that's the first one I see, that's the one I scream at the top of my lungs. Okay. <laughs> and the turtle looks at you real disappointed as the dog gets up very excited and runs behind you wagging its tail. And he oh. says, that dog won't hunt. <laughs> and so now you have a super excited very small dog that's following you around <laughs> that is not going to be particularly useful oh it's cute though is it like a little it wiener dog it's a dachshund i'm happy about that. 
I've been going through a lot. I found a new God. I recently found out my dad, and I myself am not crazy, so this is a nice yeah, change. You have an emotional support dachshund you know, for one hour. Sick. <laughs> I'm going to go play with my dog for a bit. <laughs> and so the other two dogs are just off the they're, table now? Yeah, they're off the table now. It's like a one dog per one adventure dog per party. party. Yep. Okay. It's an odd an old rule. Can I at least read their names? The names are uh, the other two. So the first one was give another man 70% of your loot. The second one was burn down a forest so one tree gets more sunlight. The third one is always keep a cursed scroll in the weirwood. Mm. None of those, to be fair, sound particularly helpful besides the last one, no. which is more of just like a here's like a, a fortune cookie prompt for you. <laughs> the turtle looks at you as you say that. And he's like, yeah, that dog hunts. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, grimy I um I reach into my pack because I remember I have something I want to offer a, a trade Ooh. It, it sounds like the this curse scroll is might be something important to have I I don't have one and I I think if we were to venture further into this forest especially without a helpful dog uh, some harm could fall upon us so um I pull out my three um, basilisk spikes, Ooh. and I say, these are from a, a past, and I don't know how proficient you are in the alchemical ways, but um, you could use these to make some real interesting stuff. I'll give you these three spikes if you give us a uh, potion of remove curse make a uh, persuasion with advantage roll can i guidance him too yeah absolutely yeah power of being a cleric you have uh, guidance now Add so are D4. you multi-class then yes you're I'm like a cleric. you're like a christian rock band yeah <laughs> 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 yeah i'm reliant k <laughs> Ooh. uh that is a total of 15 okay cool yeah uh, that'll do it. So he looks grimy, looks down at you, he's like, uh, well, right. you were scared of me, and it's a lot scarier in there, so, uh, yeah, I think that'll do it. If you want to leave him there on the, uh, next to the, the, the bellows, I'll, uh, I'll pick him up later, and then he goes, he sort of pulls away into the house, and then you hear, uh, a bunch of clattering and clanging, and there's a chimney on the roof of the house that kind of squats down for a second, and then pops up and uh, a little package fires out of it with a parachute on it and floats down into Adria's hands. And there is, you you have a, a scroll of uh, Remove Curse. Legend of Zelda Sarah was like... so cute. Well, uh, thanks, Grammy. I appreciate that. That's, uh, that's going to be very helpful. Yeah, of course. Make sure to, to take care. And if you all are going to the Weirwood, just... Uh, Take the path here that cuts off to my right, your left, and uh, that'll that'll take you sort of away from the ocean. But it'll get you to you'll see a big tear in the sky, and I put a sign up, so you'll you'll definitely know where you're going. And he gives you like directions for how to get to the Weirwood, which is the giant portal to the place you're trying to go. Well, Grimy, thank you so much for your assistance. We really do appreciate it. And uh, I'd like I'd like to tip him five gold. Thanks, man. That's great. You all just take care of yourselves. Make sure you tell your friends. Uh, rate us really high on rendezvous if you get a chance. Uh, then, then I just want to give you a little piece of advice. Next time it's dark out, don't sneak up on people. You uh, walked up to my house <laughs> in the grass. Well, yeah, but if you're a merchant... I saw you the whole time walking up. It was sort of a weird way to go to <laughs> someone's house, don't you think? 
I I guess so. But if you're a merchant, like so, if we're giving advice right now, I just want to say maybe in the future when you need help, don't creep up to someone's house. You know, the door was open. Maybe you should put a sign on your building that says like a little bit bigger. Maybe get some neon. Feelings is walking by with the dog. Sounds like bye, Mister Uzway. Thanks for the dog. Please just make sure you're nice to give another man seventy percent of your loot. I love giving another man seventy percent of your loot. <laughs> I'm just petting him. I put him in my little bag and he's like riding on my back. Uh, I'm just telling we... him all about Amanisha and her beautiful dance. Yeah, a little bit of my dad. The, the dog looks Isles. a little sad. Like, oh God. Oh, he's like, why, is my, why am I being converted? Okay. Knit him a little niche hedge skirt. Mm-hmm. I will start <laughs> doing that if I can. Anything else you guys want to do before you head out? No. All right. You head off uh, in the direction that he points you. Yep. And as you follow his directions, and the little dog yips from the backpack. A bridge appears before too long that spans um, what you see to be a creek in, in the ground. And as you walk up to it, you can see that halfway across the bridge, there has been a gate that's hastily nailed up and locked shut. The words that are, are printed on it, uh, everybody make a uh, perception check. Natural 20. Oh, shit. 16. 12. Okay, so for Adria, it says, don't wear, open wood. Uh, For you two, it says, don't open, wear wood. (laughs) (laughs) Don't wear, open wood? (laughs) The heck does that mean? I I think you might be misread. It's his... No, 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 no. Let her her cook for a little bit. Okay. Don't wear. Feelings, is this... I'm going to whisper to... Is this a prank? Are we... Are we doing a prank on Adrian? <laughs> I just don't understand why we wouldn't tell her what the sign actually says. Because she's a smart girl. She'll figure it out. Are you two wearing okay. open wood right now? Is that? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Tell her. Tell her right now. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that means. Is this some kind of slang here? <laughs> uh, uh, Adrian, I believe it, it actually says don't open wood. No, I, I, I can read it clear as day. It says, don't wear open woods. It's right here. I, I'm touching it. Perhaps both both interpretations are correct. Yes. It, what does your say? Don't open wear wood? Yes. Based off of the dialect that we're reading, that seems right. to be the interpretation. Oh. Both are wordings, though. Comma, oh. wear wood. Wear wood. Oh, oh, I see. Right. So, like, you don't want to open a gateway to the wear wood. I see. Right, right. I, see. I, I suppose that makes more sense than wearing open wood which i think is still a good warning for people to adhere to which we all abide by so as you all work through the what the sign actually says (laughs) the you notice a few things uh across the other side of the bridge you see that the trees are all a lot darker in color the leaves all appear to be brown not like the shriveled brown like color of a dead leaf but they're healthy alive leaves but they're all like a dark brown color and the bark of the trees seems to be less vibrant and as you look up you see feelings sees this first there is it's subtle from this far away but like thousands of feet in the air it's like a little yellow crack running across the sky and uh, it's just a faded yellow that reminds you, makes you think of were kittens for some reason. 
And uh, flashback to the were kitten in our home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and as you approach this sign over the bridge, the sounds of the ocean fades away, and you are entering and walking through a portal into the werewood. And as you get to the other side of it, uh, feelings, you see a series of small red marks on the ground. Mm. And I these guess, two aren't with me, or are they with me? I mean, if you all are all walking together, I'm just telling you, like, there's, like, I've just sort of encapsulated a scene there, but okay. yeah. Yeah, there's some, I see some red marks on the ground. Uh, do I recognize them as something, like, where kittens are prone to leave, or is it something I've seen in the past? Uh, you've seen blood before. Oh, okay, I've seen blood yeah. before. Do I taste? <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> is it? Okay, then I, I touch it, and I feel it, and I do the whole, like, tasting thing. Uh, it's coagulated. It is, uh, make a, uh, make an insight check. That's such a horrible word to use right there. <laughs> I hate it Quest. so much. It's a uh, 15 plus three, 18. Ooh, okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, so this blood is old enough and know me enough. You would surmise it as Quinder's. Mmm, tastes like Quinder. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Um, what happened? When you were gone, did you see Quinder? Did you taste Quinder? No, did no. you eat Quinder? I didn't eat Quinder. I just know what Quinder tastes like. Like when you guys, when I disappeared, you like, oh, it tastes like me. So clearly, like we all know what each other tastes like. Right. But that was like you went up in smoke and like we, you got in our nose and you know when like something's in your nose and like you can taste it. We didn't lick your blood. All right. All right. We flash back <laughs> to like. When we were, when he was dealing with the wounds and he, Dell's healing her, and there's a moment where you just see feelings <laughs> wiping off a little bit, going, mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then we cut back to the scene. You're like, all right, I wonder what that tastes like. <laughs> I wonder what that tastes like. Was yeah. that when Adrian and I were both trying to convince her of how tall we were? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so Quinda was was here then? Uh, it seems like it. Uh, this is pretty like new, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah. At least recently, it seems like. Interesting. It's like. I, I like bring down, give another man 70% of your loot. I'm like, all right, boy. All right, I need you to smell this and figure out where it goes. And I'm going to inspire you with a song to help. Oh, you have to make an animal handling check with disadvantage. Okay. So that's fine. I will do that with disadvantage. Can I give the help action? Because I am proficient in animal handling. I'll, I'll give him a couple dog training tips. Oh, oh, hold on. You have to describe them, and then he has to decide if I get that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You describe the tips for me, and we're going to figure out if oh, he gets... Oh, great. As a cat person, this is going to be hard. <laughs> so I... Just a couple of tips here. Something that I... Uh, okay, so owning a dog is not like a walk in the park. Like, it, a lot of really good dog owners make it look easy. So here's some things you need to do. Uh, you need to make sure that you potty train it correctly. Always, like, mark the ground where it's supposed to go. Don't just let it go freely. Okay, that's one. Uh, two, this dog looks like it needs a special diet. <laughs> so you're going to need to to feed it berries and, um, like, be real nice to it. Like, you got you to gotta bribe it to eat this stuff. Uh, I don't know how these help in the current situation. But I follow your instructions to the T. <laughs> I give it a piece of gold and then start trying to feed it rations. <laughs> I'm like, all right. <laughs> I have to bribe you to eat and then you can smell, right? <laughs> now DM decide, do I get help here? <laughs> so it looks very confused at you with the money. <laughs> all right. 
All right. Uh, so I got a 13 and 11, but they're plus two each. So you decide if it's advantage or disadvantage. It doesn't matter either way. You don't pass the check. <laughs> out it, so he doesn't. Uh, he just stares up at you, blank eyes. Mm. Like it could. There might be a soul in there. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just gaze into his eyes, and you see destruction and fire. Um. Yeah. Okay. I was like, all right. Well, that didn't work out. I put him back in my. I just like sheath him like a sword. <laughs> you sheath your dog. Yeah. It straightens out. Yeah. <laughs> I do spend a few minutes just like kind of talking to him. Like, do you do you respond to anything besides just like the whole name or is the whole thing? Like, if I said give or seventy percent or loot, I feel like if I called you loot, <laughs> when you say loot, he wags his tail a oh, little bit. Cute. I like it. Pretty excited. <laughs> Meet Luke, guys. Hello. Yeah, I go to shake his paw <laughs> while he's sheathed. Yeah. I mean, he can't move away. Oh, yeah. He he just kind of like waggles at you, but can't reach. <laughs> I, I lean closer so he can do it. Why are we checking? This doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> but also, that's a 19. He shakes his paw at you. Yeah. <laughs> Loot learns how to shake. <laughs> yeah. Loot learned a trick. <laughs> all right, in all seriousness, though. Of all the time bound checks, that was the most important one. Yeah. Okay, so. In all seriousness, no. This is Quinder's blood. I can't track it for crap. Um. Well, can we at least see what direction it's like? Like, does it kind of form a trail? Hmm. Make an investigation. I can. I, I'll inspire you with the song. Okay. Okay. What does that do? Um, I, I give you a, a, D, a D6 to your dice. Ooh, a D6. Yeah. Also, okay. what's your inspiration? What's the song? What do you... Oh, yeah. Uh, having learned just beautiful... being Having been touched by God at this moment and feeling inspired, I just go... Like, sir, you're stuck inside this rut that you fell into by mistake. You got to get out of here. I'm begging you. I'm begging you. I'm begging you to be our escape. <laughs> All right. Cool. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Your inspirations will now be Reliant Case. <laughs> Is that what that was? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not a great rendition, but you know what I got to do. It's right. a musical theater take on a Reliant Case yeah. song. It's... But you get a D6. Yeah, I and thought then... maybe it was from Bat Boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you get one D6 on top of it and a D4 as well. And a D4? For guidance, yeah. Because guidance is just like a cantrip thing. Wow, okay. A lot. And I can move it around. So 13 total. Yeah, you can tell that it's moving that, that it's moving in a direction. Um, and, and you have a sense of where it's leading you through the woods if you wanted to follow the blood trail. I think we should follow this to the source. That might give us the best chance of finding her eye. I think even if we... Even if Isabella said we shouldn't necessarily trust her, I think finding the eye may be of benefit to us. But hold on a second. Why is her blood on the ground right now? What happened? And is, did she find herself in trouble? Where is Del? Did Del come back? Is Quinder on her own? Well, she was wounded when Del found her. She was missing her eye. Yeah, these are the uh, original injuries. These are oh. like what was described to you as what to look for when you got to the weirwood. I see. She she should, in theory, still be in the cave, but... What took her eye? I'm curious what... I mean, I know there's a lot of wear things here, so anything could be... I don't know. Wear trees? Wear bushes? Where kittens, I don't know, anything could be a where thing out here. I, I put my I, hand on your shoulder and I go, where tigers? Yeah, those where tigers. Do you see one? No, no. Oh, good. Well, honestly, I, I was never really sure that they existed. Yeah. I've never seen yeah. one before. 
So here's the story. When I was a, when I was a young child. Flashback to when you were a young child. <laughs> oh, I was just going to tell the story. I don't want to be a young child. Hey, Adrian, what the fuck? <laughs> you walked into the wrong hood. <laughs> you can tell your story. I'm not with you. Do whatever you want. I'm really excited for this edit, you guys. This is going to be good. <laughs> when I was a young, a young, uh, a young child, I um my my dad would sometimes take us out to the lake and we had a great time. Like we'd go fishing, we'd go searching for bugs and frogs and it's a great time. I, I, I really appreciated that time that I had with him because, you know, I, I we didn't have a lot of one-on-one -on -one time. Having 17 siblings, it's hard uh, growing up in a, a house like that. So that was one of the, the few times that I got to, to spend some one-on-one -on -one time. One time we were out at the lake and there's this guy in the, the middle of the lake and he's in this little rickety wooden boat and he's like screaming at the top of his lungs, just yelling at the water. And we're like, hey, guy, you're, you're messing with the atmosphere here. You're ruining the vibes. And he's like, starts yelling at us. We're like, what the heck is this guy's problem? And so he starts rowing over to us. And we're like, is he going to fight us right now? And he gets out of the water. He smacks my dad in the face. And I'm just like, little me is like, whoa, whoa. And so he like turns into a were tiger. And he's like, what you going to do about it? <laughs> and I was like, shit. And you shat right there? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Um. So my 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 dad and I we ended up just walking away. Like, you're not gonna get into a fight with one of these guys. He's gonna beat you up. But that ruined our day at the lake. We never went back to the lake after that because we were afraid we'd run into this guy. So ever since then, where tigers they suck. Oh, I don't know why he was yelling at the lake. Well, that is that is a sad story. I maybe a little extreme to say all oh, where tigers <laughs> should be killed on sight. I was also but, going to agree with that. But uh, yes, I'm I'm very sorry that happened to you, Adria. Well, thank you. I uh, maybe maybe my opinion is misguided and a little biased, but I haven't yet met somebody to break the stereotype, so I uh, I, I just hold them in uh, a low regard. Hmm. Let's see, that's all. So if I happen to meet one again, I uh, I they're gonna really have to prove themselves to me. Well, hopefully we meet one soon, so we can. I I know. <laughs> so. You are all uh, aware of a direction you can take in the Weirwood to follow the, the blood path, um, if you would like. Is that the direction you all want to take? Yeah, I'm down to go chase some blood. All right. You are about to approach the, the area here of, of finding Quinder. So I'd like to give you, or not, sorry, not finding Quinder. Finding where Quinder was found, is what mm. I meant to say. Where um, Quinder? Uh, I promise it's not where Quinder. I knew as soon as I fucked that up, where you guys are going. Quinder is not your bad guy in this episode. What uh, what sort of approach are you guys going to take as you're walking through here? You're aware of the fact that you are on the trail for what you've been hunting down. I'm I'm just gonna keep following the the tr blood trail, mm -hmm. like I'll let pretty Adrian... self assuredly, honestly. Okay, so we're just kind of is it like a normal stroll through like redneck hunting party with shotguns and a radio going or is it like uh, I think that's exactly how this going is, like what's the how do you guys want to approach the thing I'd like to just be aware of my surroundings a little bit like listening active listening to what's around us like I'm I'm focused on path the mm -hmm. blood but I'm also like listening outward for anything that seems fishy 
Okay. Okay. Uh, I think for me, like on top of like just moving around and just telling, just playing with the dog, I'm pretty loud, but I also will bless everyone really quickly. Just kind of going in because I feel like this is a dangerous situation. So you guys are all blessed. Mm. Uh, Three creatures. So it's uh, Adria, Sura, myself. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. You sure you don't want to pick the dog? I was thinking about it. I was honestly like, man, I kind of want to pick the dog. I don't want the dog to die on my back. I'd be really sad about that. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to kill a dog in a backpack on the podcast. (laughs) Then feelings turns into John Wick for the rest of the show. Feelings multi-classes again as a gunslinger. (laughs) As you're all walking through the woods, can you make perception checks for me? Yeah. Uh, not rolling good. No. Um, four. Oh, I got 12. Okay. Got a 15 plus three, 18. Okay. So as you're all walking along, you get into an area where the blood droplets are more consistent now. Like perhaps the person was bleeding more at this point in time and feelings to the right of where you are all at. You can hear what sounds like snoring and whimpering at the same time. Sleep or crying, I don't know. So you can, like, that's happening, or you can follow the path forward. That's a thing. Oh, that's no, I'm gonna up. go. I'm gonna go. Like, let's go check out the guy crying and whimpering. Wait, 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 wait. Are we, are we inviting this conflict? Why don't we just ignore it, walk away? Clearly, he's sleeping. We can just wait. Is the blood going past this, or is it like leading towards this? It's not leading towards. Oh, it's, it's not going past the sound. I mean, I am curious to know what it is. You're small. You're good at hiding. You go check it out. Can I hear it at all? What did you get again? Three. I, I'll <laughs> say that once feelings points it out, everybody hears yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Okay. It could be in pain or in trouble of some sort. It, We're whimpering. I'd help it to, out. I'd hate, right. I'd hate to just leave if we could do something to help. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, I, I suppose I am small. I'm not that sneaky. I, I mean, the turtle saw me coming a mile away. One of the slowest creatures. <laughs> but he was also, oh, sorry. He was also huge. Um, he had a really good perception roll, too. He did very well. This guy's sleeping. Is there any cover leading up to it? Yeah, absolutely. There's tall grass everywhere. <laughs> Can I, um, since I'm so short, if I just walk into the tall grass, do I disappear? Yeah, we could. if you're intending to hide, we can say that. Okay. Uh, you can make a stealth check. How tall is to. the grass? Do I also just disappear? No, <laughs> the nine foot tall dragonborn does not disappear into the three Maybe foot tall grass. Maybe it's real tall grass. That is a stealth check of 20. Hell Ooh. yeah. Cool. Yeah, you disappear into the grass and there is no puffs of spores. Okay. And they don't even, the grass blades don't even move. So, so we're just talking about helping people and then me and Serge is like, yeah, we got to go help this guy, right? And this, oh, she's gone. <laughs> Adria, are you up? Where, why does she keep doing this? <laughs> and Adria, you creep through the grass and you come snout to snout. Not literally, like it's very far away, but you see sleeping on the ground. Uh, so the first thing you see is a, an iron stake driven into the dirt. And there is a chain moving from the, from the dirt up uh, or to a collar that is around the neck of a sleeping, fully blinded basilisk with no claws. 
And we're out of time. The PlayStation goes on for another hour and a half, but we're going to cut this one here for now. The time management was so off, but there was a lot of fun stuff that happened. We'll do a debrief with the guys here next time. But some of my hearts and wishes from this episode include the whole don't wear open wood interaction. And then the that dog won't hunt scene was very fun. I wish that I had made it a little more chaos proof. And then feelings being a Christian rock band. That was an excellent mid-episode epiphany. Overall, really great session. I'm looking forward to how it wraps. And we're going to pick up with our adventurers here soon. Crash Course DM is brought to you by Anything You Can Do. We release new episodes every other week on your favorite podcasting platform and YouTube. Word of mouth is our best friend right now. So please tell your friends, your family, and your enemies all about the show. Catch you in a couple weeks.